Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The events of Revelation are happening in real time, right now, and at a breakneck pace. Pastor J.D. is going to dive into one real important question today. Do you think the earth has that long of a shelf life? With the events occurring today, do we have even 10 years left? For answers to this question and more, stick around. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update, as shared on April 3rd, 2022. Well, let's reason through this. I appeal to that reason, that God-given intellect, and posed this question. Do you really believe that everyone and everything that is in place now will still be in place even 10 years from now. And by the way, that's kind of being conservative. I could, in all fairness, say five years from now, as fast as everything is happening, do you think that it has that long of a shelf life? You know, Bible prophecy and I always have to kind of clarify and explain this when I say this, but it really does have an expiration date. There are certain things that are time-driven, time-sensitive, and they don't have a very long shelf life. It's that proverbial strike while the iron's hot. The iron's very hot, (laughs) and it will strike. And I cannot Imagine a scenario where everything that we're seeing take place today will still be in place five years, let's call it ten years from today. So why do I bring that up? Because, think this through with me, do you think the earth has that long of a shelf life? Do you think we have, okay, let's just stick with 10 years. Are we okay with that? What are you going to say, no? (laughs) Let's just use 10 years for purpose of discussion. Do you really think that with the way things are going, under the banner of climate change, do you really think that we have 10 years? Do you think the earth has that long of a shelf life? We just read these prophecies in Revelation concerning the destruction of the earth. And it's coming to pass in real time, at breakneck speed, even as we speak. 
Well, here's the second link that I want to refer to you. We also have a link to this on the website. It's a 137-page downloadable PDF file brought to you by none other than the United Nations Development Group titled Mainstreaming the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Now, doubtless you've heard sustainable development. Ah, sounds so nice. I mean, both of those words by themselves are good, right? No! Do you know what sustainable means? The current population of the earth using up what's left of the resources on the earth is unsustainable. You're the problem. You're using up too much stuff. And we want to control that stuff. So if we continue going the way we are, it is not sustainable. So we need to come up with something that is sustainable by 2030. Oh, development? What does that mean? Well, (laughs) as you may or may not know, Agenda 21 from back in 1992 became what we know today as Agenda 2030. And here's what you need to know about this agenda as it relates to the seven-year tribulation. The sole goal, listen very carefully, is to control the entire earth and be served by 500 million people that are left alive in harmony perpetually with nature, subsequent to the elimination of the earth's population there are what they refer to as 17 sustainable development goals. It's on page 19. And if you look at all of them, they all are about the total transformation slash reset of the entire world. And... (laughs) This explains why the focus is on climate change. This is a created crisis. They created this climate change. used to be called global warming, and then it started cooling, so they had to change the name to, you know, protect the guilty, I guess. So they called it climate change, climate change, the environment, environmentalism. But this is a total transformation and reset. Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, of the world's economics, agriculture, education, health care, Health care, gender equality, 
the elimination of poverty. How are you going to do that? Oh, well, you'll own nothing and be happy. Well, that's because they're going to control everything and you're going to own nothing. And here's the thing. If and when anyone is found to be in defiance and not in compliance, they will be on the receiving end of financial penalties, government taxes, property seizures, physical restrictions, and even, wait for it, (laughs) climate lockdowns. What? Oh. On February 2nd of this year, The Hill published a chilling op-ed piece titled, Coming Soon, Climate Lockdowns. Here's some of what the writer had to say, quoting, The past two years have been a checklist for the worst impulses of government and public sentiment. COVID allowed for supposedly temporary measures to morph into two years of emergency restrictions. But (laughs) what if COVID was only the opening act and another proclaimed crisis is the main event? Fear over climate change could lead to long-term soft lockdowns. Really? In November 2020, the Red Cross proclaimed that climate change is a bigger threat than COVID and should be confronted with the same urgency. Bill Gates recently demanded dramatic measures to prevent climate change, claiming it will be worse than the pandemic. Yeah, you understand that he's, uh, not again. Ah, how do I say it? Okay, let me me try this. Thank you so much. You have treasures in heaven for being so gracious and patient with me. Um, You know, so all of a sudden now we're, I was, you know, at first it was like, I don't have to wear a mask. I mean, isn't it something that the last state in the United States of America to lift indoor mask restrictions is Hawaii. I'm not even going to go there. So now the, the question is, why now? Oh, right on time. That's why now. Have you noticed that all of a sudden now they're talking about variants again? And even one Anthony Fauci is back on TV saying more severe restrictions are coming. 
Well, wait a minute. So what is this, the calm before the storm, as they say? Perhaps. But I think it's even more sinister and insidious than that. See, now they want us, in fact, I was, I forget where I was, because again, I don't get out much. I go from home to church, and then back home, and then to church. If I need something from the store, I send my wife. (laughs) But I just literally don't get out much. But I happen to be out and about. I'm driving in the car, and I'm going, where did all these people come from? Oh, I know. Everybody's back out now. And they want everybody to be back out now because they want everybody driving their cars and paying seven, eight, nine, ten dollars per gallon for gas. Perfect timing. They want everybody going to the store. That's fine. Don't wear the mask. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go to the store. Have you seen the prices? That's if you can even find it. I was tempted. I didn't do it because I'm already depressed, but (laughs) I wanted to take a picture of the shelves. They're bare. I mean, they're literally bare. I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, Lord, you're coming, (laughs) because this is Revelation 6, hyperinflation. Where it takes the entirety of a day's wages just to buy the ingredients to make a loaf of bread. That's called hyperinflation. It's all planned because they're going to, this is a, and we've talked about this, I'm sorry I'm yelling and spitting, but this is a controlled demolition of the global economy so that they can usher in under the banner of this great reset, economic reset, because after all, you never want to let a good crisis go to waste. You know this uh, build back better? Hmm. I think it's more like build back Babel. Did you get that? I hope so, because I'm not going to keep going on that. So all of a sudden now it's like, hey, let's go ahead and get them back out there, and everything is going perfectly according to plan, because now when they're out there, we can then introduce the next phase as Bill and Melinda Gates start smirking and smiling. Remember that video? And so we got them. We got them right where we want them. I saw a report, didn't have time to really vet it, but some to the effect of the U.S. now having to dip into our oil reserves to the tune of something like one million barrels a day. That's when you start asking questions like, well, how many barrels do we have? Because one million a day, it doesn't sound like that's going to last very long. That's all choreographed. All the steps are choreographed. Everything is orchestrated. This is going exactly according to the plan. I spent some time in Psalm 2 this last week. I would encourage you to do the same, because it really settles you. And 
just gives you that much needed perspective. It basically goes like this. Rhetorically, the question is asked, why do the nations conspire together and plot their evil plots? (laughs) Effects at it. (laughs) Emphasis mine. The Lord looks at it, and here's his response. (laughs) He laughs. He laughs. Psalm 2, you look it up, that's your homework, you're going to be tested on it next week. He laughs at them. Here they're conspiring, their evil plans. (laughs) And God's in heaven going, wow, (laughs) that's good. I wonder how, what God's laugh sounds like. We'll we'll find out soon enough, but I wonder what kind of laugh, you know, because there's different kind of laughs, right? There's the courtesy laugh. (laughs) There's the machine gun laugh. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. I I like to laugh. That's why I am a connoisseur of different kinds of laughter. But I, I would suggest that the laugh that God laughs in this context is just, I mean, it is hysterical, laughable. And then his wrath comes. In other words, you can plan all you want. You can plot all the evil you want. You can do whatever you want, which you are doing. (laughs) But know this, God has the final word. God has the final, and will have the final word, after he's done laughing (laughs) at what you're conspiring but, you know, they, they want to replace food with this genetically modified stuff. Think about just those two words, genetically modified, modified genetics. Let me continue, still quoting. During the early days of the pandemic, millions of Americans worked from home. This could become the permanent norm if special carbon taxes are put in place. Such taxes could be imposed on companies, limiting driving or air miles, and extend to individual employees. Drive to work in a car? You get hit with the tax. Children could be impacted by climate lockdowns too. Schools, especially those heavily influenced by teachers' unions, could impose permanent online-only days. And before you think this is too far-fetched, quote, Delhi, India is already using a version of this concept to crack down on smog pollution. As each negative weather event, which they create, geoengineered, is blamed on climate change, government will increasingly use its restrictive tools. 
anyone against such measures could be labeled a, quote, climate denier. No! Yes! You're one of those! Climate denier who stands against progress, or simply a domestic terrorist. I think I already am classified as that, but whatever. Defectors, quoting, likely won't have much choice anyhow. Facial recognition and plate reading software coupled with impressive impressive scope of drones could lead to severe enforcement. Don't like the restrictions on your gas guzzler? The government could easily track its location and send automatic tickets or worse. You know, they already do that, by the way. Reminds me of a true story. I want to go ahead and share it, because we need the levity and the laughter. True story. Guy runs a red light. The camera takes a picture of him running the red light, reads the license plate on it, sends him in the mail a ticket with the fine. So the guy gets it, and he takes a picture of the money for the amount of the fine, and sends him back a picture of the money for the fine for the picture they sent him running the red light. Well, it's not long before he receives another piece of mail from them. This time it's a picture, but not of a fine, it's a picture of handcuffs. So he he went ahead and paid it. Anyway, uh, true story, happened in California. I am uncomfortable, as I'm sure you are as well, with these words, quote, or worse. What is or worse? Oh, hmm. You know, we talked about the social credit score, where you go in to buy something, and unless you're in full compliance and you've not been penalized, you will not be able to buy or sell based on that score. And that score is going to be predicated upon your compliance with said restrictions, lockdowns. Well, suffice it to say, the current injections, which we've been talking about in depth in recent updates, It's all part of this evil plot, so much so that one need only connect the proverbial dots to see that the climate denier and the anti-vaxxer are synonymous. It's all part of this global genocide is classification, dehumanization, categorization. There were 10 of them. We covered that in a prior update. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.